This is the Mindvox podcast hosted by Claire Jacobs. Mindvox is a space to talk about our minds and mental health, so we cover topics that can be of a triggering or sensitive nature. We will always highlight the topics we cover in the show notes of each episode's description, so please read these before listening. Please note we're not medical experts, we're only experts of our own mental health experiences. To find out more about the pod or contact us, find us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter using the name Mindvox Pod. Welcome back to Mindvox Pod. Today I've got with me someone called Vanessa Buck. She is a vision board mentor and a trained life coach who specializes in helping people reconnect with how they want their life to be, especially if they've become overwhelmed or lost. She was a successful business owner for 25 years and raised two children whilst experiencing grief, loss and serious illness within all of that. With all of these factors at play, she began to feel stuck. So Vanessa tried vision boards and managed to make changes to her life that improved her well-being. She believes vision boards can help with a multitude of issues, including finding a new direction in your life and gaining motivation, focus and clarity. Sounds amazing to me. Vanessa is now the founder of Vision Boards for All and believes there's a vision board for everyone's needs and wants to explain the benefits to using them with us. How are you doing, Vanessa? You okay? Hello. Yes. Thank you. I am fine. Thank you for having me. I'm um, happy for you to be here. I mean, we've had a few technical issues. Hopefully that they're, they're not going to carry on. So we are here and we're ready to do this. My first obvious question for anyone that isn't aware, what are vision boards? So vision boards are basically a collection of words, quotes and pictures that resonate with you. They connect you to your heart or your gut, your intuition, whatever you want to call it. They get you out of your head and into your heart in that sense. They can be done holistically or they can be done goal specific. I tend to say if you've never done a vision board before, the best thing to do is let the pictures do the talking. They're kind of goals with feelings as pictures are there to evoke emotion So when we pick pictures that we resonate with, that kind of helps us to connect with how we want to feel and what we want to attract in our lives. So my next question then is, how did you come to find vision boards in the first place and and what did they do for you? So I found vision boards by mistake, really. I knew that my life was changing uh, because my kids were now coming into teenagers so my role as a mum was changing I had been obviously doing my business for 25 years and knew that actually it was time to try something different but I didn't know what I still wanted to do my beauty business but I it had become all-consuming and I didn't know who I was within the roles I took on and I think I just needed to connect with what I wanted to film, what I wanted to attract, because, you know, I kind of gone on that autopilot, I think. So, you know, just letting life happen. And I went on a little vision board workshop and she didn't really explain much about it, just that, you know, Oprah Winfrey and Katy Perry do them and things that you put on your board often come true. But it was just really getting lost in the day, having a fun afternoon. And I stuck all these pictures on. I came away and thought that was really nice. But it's so deceived. I It really made me think, like ignited a spark inside me. And I think that was the turning point of like, you know, something had to change. And from there, unfortunately, you know, the world changed. COVID happened. And so I naturally had the opportunity to take a break because obviously beauty was closed down. So I did lots of various trainings and courses and, you know, to explore different things. But I kept coming back to this vision board method. And from there, I've kind of created my own methodology. I've really found a way to use pictures to connect with my life and also to help others connect with their lives as well. 
and it's proving really, really popular in that sense. Because you, from the little bits I've seen on your website, you, you kind of touch on having been through quite a few things and I think in the intro explains you've been through loss grief you know parenting whilst trying to have your own business all that sort of stress is that around the time where you you found these you know did using vision boards help with any of the difficult things for you in terms of your well-being stress is that why you liked them so much I think it was how I've gone from using my vision board it was about tweaking small things everything in life is about connection So it's connection with ourselves first. That's our, I call it our three homes. So our first home is our mind, body and spirit. And we can be doing all the roles and all the jobs and we can have overwhelm. We can be poorly. We can have grief. I lost my mum far too soon. And naturally life still happens and we still have to go through life and navigating these emotions and feelings. But we don't want the past to define us, but it's how we move forward with it. And our vision board is that opportunity to connect with your body, mind and spirit. It's also, I call our second home, our physical home, and it's the people that we live with and everything. So if our home is cluttered disorganized if we walk into a room and we really don't like it because we feel uh, you know it's a mess or whatever it is that naturally lowers our energy so it's then working out and tweaking those small things in our life to make us create that life we want to live and have a life that we love because we only have one life and we're actually only living in the present. We're not in the future. We can set goals and aspirations and dreams for the future, but today is the only day we have and the past has happened. So we don't always want past rule us either. So it's finding something in your home is making you feel unhappy and we avoid that room or we avoid that situation it's changing those small things to work towards that and my vision board helped me to connect with myself it's you know I live by the sea and you know I never went down the sea and having that opportunity to put that picture on my board that to me spoke about connecting with myself and my surroundings that's where I come back to your third home your third home is your surroundings it's your community it's your street you live in it's where you live and and the bigger world and if you are connecting every day with nature or just seeing rather than going on autopilot we get much more hope or we ignite our life in that sense so you know my vision board to me was it did sow that seed and it was that connection that I had been missing because I think with all the roles we do take on we can get lost who we are and what we enjoy and what we like and we can start just getting bored with life we can start feeling like we've lost our mojo and my vision board was the opportunity to create that clarity and find that focus and give me that motivation to see the beauty in every day in a sense yeah I was going to ask where were you at you know what was going on for you that you felt you needed something like that but it sounds like you were disconnected from a lot of things you had a lot of roles going on at the time like you said you'd lost your mum in in a time you you don't believe you should have you know too early so it sounds like vision boards can be used for a lot of different types of issues that we can commonly go through. So like you said, when you feel disconnected, but then I've also read that, you know, when you don't know what you want to do next, classically, if anyone's seen any of the or listened to any of the other episodes, I'm always going on about how I'm stuck in a rut at the moment and I've got no motivation. I think I'm actually going through what you call autistic burnout. I just trying to get through each day and I'm just no oomph basically at all. No, don't care about anything. And I guess it sounds like that might be something that'd be really good for people that might not know where they're going, what what to do next. But I also read on your website that there's something about you need to locate your inner compass. So kind of what is that and how do we find it? So naturally, life and I think all the roles we do take on is very, very easy to get burnt out. I like to say we're not human doings we're human beings and for us to create space in our life we have to have time in a sense and when we are always just rolling on autopilot 
which life, you know, our brain likes, you know, our brain follows certain patterns every day. How many times have we got into a car and driven to somewhere we drive every day and we think, oh, gosh, gosh, we're here already. How did we get here? The brain perceives change as a threat. So we keep safe. And so we carry on doing what we've always done. So naturally, when we do that, life doesn't change. So when we use vision boards to get out of our head into our heart, it helps us to gain that clarity. And that inner compass is that inner, inner gut intuition, whatever you want to call it. It's we can't actually it's near on impossible to reach goals or um dreams aspirations or know where we're going next when we try to separate our head heart and guts as three separate things um it pulls us all in different directions so it's about alignment really and your vision board is that piece that you can get alignment because you're getting out of your head you're having a fun day you're getting creative with pictures and you're being drawn to those pictures you know what do they mean to you they are evoking an emotion so to understand where we want to be in our life we would need that clear vision so to understand your own vision ultimately we have to clarify our purpose and I think in life's role sometimes we lose our purpose but when we have our purpose life will become more simple and meaningful because we know where we're going so it's so important to have that vision and that purpose, because ultimately this what is what controls and makes our decisions, which ultimately then does create our lifestyle. So what we say, life without a clear vision is like driving a car without a destination, because if we were to get into the car to drive to Cornwall, we would need to know the route we were going. If we just get in the car and just think, well, I think it looks like it might be this way we could end up in Scotland and that's the same with our life. Suddenly we suddenly think, how did we end up here? So what your inner compass is, is your anchor, anchor to your boat. It's the foundations of your house or your, or it's your roadmap to your destination. And what I tend to mentor and teach people is, you know, your vision board is just the start of it. That's just the seed. And from there, we work out that roadmap towards that journey, but it's about enjoying the journey along the way. So if we're concentrating on what we don't want rather than what we do, that is what we're going to see. So mm. it is where attention goes, energy flows. So do you need to start your vision board to locate your inner compass or do you need your inner compass to create the vision board, uh, which has to come first or are they the same thing essentially? I think personally, it's your vision board has to be done first, because if you don't know what you want, and when I did my first vision board, I didn't know what I wanted. I just knew I wanted to be happier. So my vision board was the start. It was the seed to my tree, in a sense, that was going to blossom. So my first board I normally have it up on the wall and I can look at it, but I did a talk in a menopause talk locally and I've taken it down. So normally when I look at it, it sparks that emotion to remind me how I want to feel and how I want to show up. So I'm showing up for myself. It gives you that clarity of what you want because often what we think we want isn't always the case. And when I work with people, be it one-to-one -one or on a workshop, but normally it's the one-to-one -one work that we really see big shifts and real light bulb moments. So I had many people come on and just say, you know, I want to do a vision board for my business or I want to do, you know, one chapter of my life is closed. I've retired or my children have left home. Uh, it normally is life-changing events where people then think, what's my next chapter? Where am I going? What do I want? And when they start to, we start to ask questions like, what does your dream life look like? A lot of people don't even know because 67% of us don't actually plan our future. We know we'd like to maybe pay off our mortgage and be mortgage free, or we know we might want to buy a house or we might know we want to retire at maybe X amount, but have we set that plan in motion? And actually, are we in a job for 25 years 
just looking to get through every day and just concentrating on two weeks a year when we have a holiday. That isn't living. Living is having that purpose, having that why. What do you love? What do you want to feel in your life? You know, so it's asking questions and working out, I feel happy when, I feel frustrated when. So it's asking those questions. It might be using your vision board to connect with your subconsciousness, in a sense. That is your inner compass, your subconscious, because you're thinking, well, I need to work for 25 years and this job is going to give me a pension. But if you're unhappy, you're not in tune with that inner compass. So it is your head and your heart are out of kilter. So sometimes it might be that you still could do that job, but you might do it four days a week. And then you might find that other day you might volunteer somewhere that gives you such purpose and clarity that then life becomes more fulfilled and more joyous and you're more excited because you feel that you've got more purpose in your everyday life. And and coming back to what I was talking about working with this particular business owner, she said, you know, I want to work on my business. And actually, she realized why she'd set up her business was that it was to be around for her her children more because they were at the age that you know you have children to be with them so and she was finding she was working all the hours of God sends and all of a sudden she realized what she needed was to actually take a day off to fill that need of being with her children so to get more balance to find more joy in every day so your vision board those pictures create that emotion you know sometimes people put a car on there it's not necessary for that car that they want that bmw that might be a future goal but actually what does that car represent that car represents to someone maybe freedom that they can get in their car and drive to a destination or their workplace or it could be that that car makes them feel successful we can kind of get all those feelings within ourselves now all those feelings of success now we don't have to wait for a physical object to feel successful so it then starts helping us to work on our mindset as well there's quite a lot of benefits to doing it then it sounds like it's not just a oh if you want a car I'll just put it on a board it's deeper than that it's it's when you're really stuck and you want to you don't know where you're going maybe your kids have left home maybe you're divorcing or maybe you're leaving education you're like I don't know what to do with my life or you're going through some sort of breakdown or burnout it sounds like it's great to try and like you said work out what am I doing here where do I want to go what are my plans and I think it sounds like the act of doing it can trigger your brain into wanting to motivate itself to actually try to achieve those goals and and find your compass or your meaning of life whatever phrase you want to use that you feel best with but I wonder is there any science or theory behind why vision boards are helpful because I'm assuming the statistics that probably show that we're quite visual creatures aren't we and I've always heard the male brain particularly is is very visual whereas a woman's is more emotional um, and feelings based but I'm guessing we all there's probably some sort of science that suggests that we all do work well with things that we see is that right yeah definitely and there is several scientific research out there but the statistics are that our brain processes visuals 60 times faster than text so we respond better to visuals you know 90% of information transmitted to the brain is visual so this is why they work so so well because you know 90% is huge we're not talking 50% we're talking you know 90% of information transmitted to the brain is visual. And some of us, because we are all unique and we are all different and our version of success is will be different um, to our values and beliefs that have been passed down to us or um, where our surroundings we're living, but 40% people respond better to visual information than text. So that's some of the the statistics and so what your vision board does is why why they work is that they become your daily visual reminder of what you want and how you want to feel they are a great reminder to keep you connected with your goals and dreams especially when things get tough and life is happening it's reminding you to keep showing up for yourself because coming back to we're not human 
doings with human beings, if we are getting burnt out and feeling overwhelmed, we have to create space for ourselves um, to problem solve. Because one of the reasons why we struggle with change is we don't reflect or we reflect, but we don't change. So we know we're overwhelmed. We know we are burnt out. We know we need to change something, but we carry on doing what we've always done. So your vision board is that daily reminder to to show up for yourself, to bookend your end of your day at five instead of going on to eight o'clock at, at night, for example, to stop yourself, to go for that walk around the block or into a park or nature or the sea, wherever you live, and take that pocket of time that it doesn't have to be great big changes it's tweaking little things to become more fulfilled and to feel more that purpose and one of the reasons you know sports people for many many years have used visualization as a tool to be successful like the likes of Wayne Rooney Michael Phelps um, you know Tiger Woods and I think the statistic is I'm not 100% but I believe it's 20% is actually physical and 80% is actually visualization and the mindset. And the reason why this is, is because our brain doesn't distinguish between the real and the imagined, visualization can trigger those neurons in our brain to react as if the information is actually happening, which builds those neuro pathways that occur So when the event actually happens, we are kind of familiar with it. So basically, when we start to visualize our best life, this means it's like a mental rehearsal. So when we're looking at our vision board, it's that mental rehearsal of what we want. We're getting familiar with the unfamiliar. So what happens is we start to turn and see possibilities and we don't become fearful of them where we we can't imagine ourselves even getting to that goal we have on our vision board. We can't think of the how. When we start to visualise it, we start to problem solve and we start to find opportunities within that. And that's another one of the reasons why they work so well. So that was what I was also going to ask, which I don't need to now, is is how they work in terms of, are they just about practical problems? But they're not. There they seems to be so much more. You can like you've said on your website which I quoted on my intro that that you can find a vision board for everyone's needs so it can be practical emotional mental health needs it can be all of those things you can cater a vision board to work for whatever you need right in that moment it sounds like obviously we've got statistics about it and in terms of the visual stuff but has there been any scientific studies that you know of where they've tested, I don't know, a placebo group of people using a vision board against people that don't and and whether they're more effective than not doing them for certain things? Have you ever seen anything like that? Not so much the vision board. What they have done is scientific experiments of visualisation. So they've got someone to, you know, a group of people to do weights, a certain weights for a particular length of time. And then they've got another set of people to imagine them doing it. So it might be that they are getting into that zone and um, visualising them actually lifting this weight. And when they came together, I don't know the percentage, but it was there wasn't much difference between it. It is that visualisation um, piece. So it's coming back to that vision and that purpose so which controls and makes that decision because you're visualizing how you what you want how you want to feel so it's your thoughts so if you're having unhelpful thoughts so if you have limited beliefs if you think you know i work with some young people sometimes with anxiety so when they see the possibilities that they are strong they are capable and they're seeing those words and quotes on their board that's resonating with them that lifts the energy. We are all energy. And there's obviously, that's also getting into science there, but we're all kind of, you know, the, the table is dense energy, um, but our energy is, you know, we can, if we're concentrating on I'm rubbish, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm useless, 
that naturally, if we keep repeating those voices and, and that, um, that negative speak, this is, you know, going into our subconsciousness and this gets much, much deeper. So it lowers our energy. So we only start concentrating on the lack rather than coming from a place of abundance. And what your vision board does is it, it shows you the possibilities. It shows you to get you into that higher energy so you see those possibilities it's you know it is where energy goes energy flows so if we're concentrating on oh I really don't like my job I don't want to be here anymore I'm really overwhelmed that's what we see and so we start to have to tweak it a little bit even if we don't believe it straight away so it might be that some people use their affirmations and their affirmations might be on their vision board is that you could be like, I am enough, I am strong, I am capable. And if you're reading them every day, you're getting familiar with the unfamiliar because you haven't been saying those words to yourself like that. And you then start down the line, you will start believing them. So you naturally get that energy shift. So when it comes to showing up for yourself and for others, you're coming on a higher energy. So you then radiate and ripple out that more positive outlook as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. This is motivating me. I, I kind of, I did look at vision boards in lockdown when I was listening to podcasts for the first ever time. And there was a particularly famous podcast now where she talks a lot about using them to help her manifest things via the law of attraction and I really like the idea of it but I think a lot of that was mainly things like manifesting the love of your life so doing a vision board full of the type of person you like the look of and what they would have on you know within their personality and in their life what they'd offer you making space in your life for this person to come along or wanting to make that bit of money so putting lots of things that will inspire you you know whether it's a business kind of pictures that, that evoke the business you want and the money you want to make maybe putting a check, a check on there with a certain amount of money because that's your goal or all these different things and I, I get the premise of it especially when you add in the statistics and, and the research that you've just talked about but then to, to put that with emotional stuff like when you're stuck and you really don't know where you want to go or how you want to heal over something, I don't know. That's something I didn't really think of as much. But I guess with these boards, is it just one set template that we need to learn for all of these different things? Or are there different types of boards for different things? You know, like the practical or when there's one goal or when it's more emotional or mental health wise. Are there different types of boards for different things that you need? I think we are all different. We are all unique. We are all individual. If you and me were to cook a recipe and we followed a recipe, you know, the same recipe, it would all taste different because you bring your own essence to it. If you were to read a book, we were to read the same book. And often people in book clubs find this is that we might like different characters to the other person. So we all bring our own version and our version of success is all going to look different. I'm just interrupting this episode to say thank you for listening. I really hope you like it so far. I don't make money from creating this podcast currently and I've always wanted to keep it free, inclusive and accessible for everybody. So you can hopefully benefit from it as much as I do. It takes many hours to record, edit and maintain the podcast and there are costs incurred through things like recording and editing equipment, maintaining it online and getting tech help where needed, which I do need sometimes because I'm not tech savvy. I know times are hard, but if you're in a position to donate the price of a coffee, or even lower than that, every little helps me to keep this podcast free and accessible for all. To donate, simply go to the link in our bio on this podcast service you're listening from, or go to the Linktree website and search for MindVoxPod. This link is also on the bio of our Instagram and Facebook pages, which are also found by searching MindVoxPod. For those not in a position to do any of this, which is absolutely fine, you can help by following and sharing the pod across social media, telling your friends about us and rating and reviewing it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening and please enjoy the rest of the episode. So naturally your vision board, I tend to say, can be done in so many different ways. There's no right or wrong. So some people might journal and they might use pictures and words. They might feel that they create a few pictures of how they want to feel, what they want to attract, and they might then journal alongside that. It might be that some people really find that they want a digital one, so they would turn up and they turn their computer on and it's there straight away. 
there is certain things that you have to do. You can't just create a vision board and then just expect it to happen, which I think is the myth out there and gives vision boards a bad name. It is about sitting with it and looking at it and setting those goals to move yourself forward, even if it's one step. We're not talking about if you wanted to be on Oprah Winfrey, you know, at the moment, you couldn't even see the that as a possibility, but it's taking the step towards. So if we want to run a marathon, we don't don't go out and just go and run 26 miles straight away. First of all, it's about buying the trainers. It's about stepping out the door. It's about going for that walk, but it's celebrating those at the same time is when you've done that, instead of thinking what you haven't done, oh, well, I've only walked around the block and done 10 minutes. Oh, I'm really useless. We say, well done, we've shown up for ourselves. So that helps to create that motivation. So that digital form of vision board, you have to remember it doesn't just become part of your autopilot. You have to sit with it and say, how do I want to feel today? How do I want to show up? What do I want to do? What do I need to do? And then my personal favourite is the old-fashioned one. So it's getting lost. And I think if you've never done a vision board, like I said at the beginning, you have to do a holistic one first. So it's getting 10 magazines. And lots of people say, oh, I don't buy magazines anymore, which, you know, because they have gone up, they're very expensive. But you often find, you know, like the, the supermarkets, they all have a quarterly magazine. You often find travel agents and local magazines have free um, and you can just pick up a few and I've on my um, Instagram page I did it's probably quite far down the grid now but I did do some reels about creating your vision board using 10 free magazines and it's finding those words quotes pictures that resonate with you and then sitting back and working out what they mean to you so if it's a picture of a man and a woman it doesn't mean that it's actually about love as a couple, it could be connecting with yourself, how you want to connect with yourself. When I do a vision board workshop, I think where I do it different to everyone else, at the end, when we share our board, it's getting the person to explain what it means to them, because that then comes that connection, you really become connected to it. There was one lady, again, who attended one of my workshops in person and she'd always had horses and had retired and was traveling more and, and obviously didn't have horses and thought, I'd really like to have horses again. But by the end of the workshop, what happened? She suddenly realized and she had that light bulb moment that actually horses would be a tie and half the time she wouldn't be enjoying the riding of them. She'd be in the winter mucking them out and, and just really tendering to them where where she wanted to travel she could actually go and ride horses and go to specific countries that America where you could ride horses in the in the wild and stuff like that and she actually thought that's what I want so it was tweaking you know she kind of got her plan from using her vision board so she can now implement that where if she had actually gone with that specific goal is right, I want horses, I need to go and buy horses. She wouldn't have seen that other layer. And I think what it is, it's not having the fine, your vision board isn't your final journey. It's about peeling those layers, working towards something and keep tweaking it because every year life happens and life changes and it evolves. And so it is reconnecting every year or every three months, however you want to do it. I mean, I have a vision board, one for my business and then my personal board, because if I'm burning myself out in my business, I can't give to others. So my personal board reminds me to show up for myself. So those pictures for me are reminding me to take that time of reflection to sit there and how do I feel? Am I feeling a little bit tired? Do I need to schedule some time off? Do I, you know, be it half a day or an hour? We're not talking like hours and hours. I think the problem with us humans is we try to do 110 things in our day. We, we underestimate what we can do over a long period of time and overestimate what we can do in a short space of time. We've got to start coming, be kinder 
to ourselves and coming from that self-compassion and kindness and I think that's what your vision board can do it and with young people it is helping them to see a future in a very very crowded busy world and coming back to 90% of information transmitted to the brain which is visual depends what information you're filling your brain with if you're filling it with loads of instagrammers or influencers Mm. it could make you feel yuck so it's reminding you to tune into what you need that's a good point because i think you see quite a lot on social media now where people say i'm having a break or i'm going to go through and filter out and get rid of some accounts that no longer make me feel good when i see their content and that's because like you said over time constantly seeing things that don't work for you or upset you or make you feel like you're not matching up in your real life compared to what you're seeing on there over time will really take its toll and especially for young people where it's all about devices they've grown up with it you know they haven't had that time that a lot of us did without it and they're constantly comparing themselves on these filtered pictures and believing that you know when their friends are just putting the best parts of their life they're believing that's their entire life and it's really tricky I mean even adults we fall into the same trap and we have a little bit more awareness of actually a lot of people only put the best stuff on there I mean my social media accounts as a single parent pessimist are completely opposite I just mainly put the stuff I'm struggling with and I'm open about it because I'm so aware that lots of people just put the the good stuff and I'm like well that's that's not true I want to connect with people and I can't do that if you're just showing me your filtered amazing fake life. I mean going on from that then you mentioned kids so is this something that parents can do with their children? Can we do vision boards together rather than just you know one person doing it for one particular goal? Could it be that if your child's quite anxious maybe they are going through some difficult behavioural issues or they might have you know ADHD or autism and are struggling at school for instance. Can you use a vision board for something like that? Can you do it with them? How, does, how would that work? Definitely. And it's very much, you know, letting them put the pictures on and then not being a dream stealer. Because often people do their vision boards, they take it home and show their family members and they go, well, you know, why are you just not happy or with your lot? Or why, why well, you can't possibly do that. And that, that's I call a dream stealers because it, it's about giving them the opportunity to explore using your vision board to dream and not be frightened to dream and let them if they want to put you know I don't know a footballer on there they can because it might not be that they become that footballer but what they do is they they want to show up in the right energy or the right you know, they know they're working towards to become a better version of themselves. So when I use it with, with kids, you know, when I get them to tell me about their boards, they are so articulate. You know, they want to, you know, they want to be a woman's cricketer, things like that. So it's inspiring. So it's making them show up then to school, for example, because they know the steps they need to take if they want to go and do that. If it doesn't happen, if we don't put emphasis on the the finished goal, it's about enjoying the journey, showing up, being inspired. So it's really getting more into with the kids of how do you want to feel? So if they want to feel more confident, they have to sometimes step out of their comfort zone and show up for themselves even when they're not feeling confident and, and try and then celebrate what went well today in that sense. So those words that they put on their vision board can really help them sometimes because that is what sparked their their hope or their their why or their purpose, whatever it is. So I tend to say if mums and children are doing it, let them put anything on and don't judge it. Just let them tell you what their board means to them and and really applaud them because then they get excited of dreaming so many of us don't dream and allow ourselves to dream because we don't believe it can happen but actually you know Ed Sheeran I use him as an example you know so many people told him no but he carried on showing up for himself because he was passionate and he loved singing and writing and look at him now if you give your vision a path miracles can happen and I think so many times with kids they're told 
oh, you failed that exam and it's either a pass or a fail. And we never fail, we always learn. So it's using visual boards in a much more kinder, and it's okay to dream. We're kind of told, oh, get out yet, get out of the clouds. But actually dreaming helps you to find your solution, find the next place. Yeah, so it sounds like they are quite a good tool to create self-compassion and to feel that there's a safe space for me to really explore what I want from life without anyone judging me. And I think even for for adults, it's just as important because we do get into a habit of thinking we can't dream like that. You know, quite a few months ago, I had this idea for this for a business that I thought would be really useful for neurodivergent people, actually. And I've just negatively self-talked my way out of it because I don't have business experience. I've never been an entrepreneur. I don't have the experience of the particular product of creating it because I'm not very practical with it. You know, I'm not. It's natural. So I couldn't just create the thing and sell it. So I just put myself out of it. And it's things like that, isn't it, where you kind of think, well. Would that have worked if I'd have done things like a vision board? But my other question is as well, you've said there's a few different types of vision boards, you know, holistic, digital, you know, just doing things on paper. Do you have to use a certain type or is it best to use a certain type of board when you're looking at a particular issue? So considering would you use like a holistic one when you're about to, to explore and look for your inner compass or look for your where I want to go in my life compared to if you want a practical goal of I want to earn 20 grand, why next year would that be a paper one do you know what i mean are there certain boards for certain issues i think it's what people have around so some people use pin boards um so they can change their pictures i think it's nice to look back at your board when it's actually glued on it's really good to look back at your board to see how far you've come as well so i keep you know i've kept my boards because it, it does show me how i've come how i've grown you can use foam boards so you've got to remember where you're going to put it so you've got to think right okay it's no good going out and buying a great big a3 board and have nowhere to put it that you've got to put it in a cupboard so something like an a4 board or an a3 board might be able to if you have a foam board for example you might be able to stick it inside your wardrobe so every time you open it you can see your board every day so you can set yourself up to how do I want to feel what do I want to attract what version of myself do I need to show up for my goals dreams and desires I need to go out and be a little bit more confident I need to not have negative speech so the board size I tend to say be aware of it can be a canvas it can be just a piece of paper as I say it could be journaling it can be if you're very creative you could even paint it there's no right or wrong. You can have a mixed medium. So some people might put some cut out torn pictures, but some people might add a, you know, a shell or something because that evokes emotion, a connection to the beach, perhaps. So there's no right or wrong. It's what works for you. And that's because we are sort of individual and different. And I think we can all go and do a vision board, but this is just a real brief introduction to it, really, because yeah. it is much deeper. And like you, if you know, don't mind me going back to you, you know, so many people have goals, dreams and aspirations and they talk themselves out of it because of thinking all the things they can't do rather than think all the things they can do. Mm. The fact you've come up with that idea is something that it's worth exploring. And if we don't put a loaded intention on it, in a sense, like this has got to happen, if we're just exploring it for fun, play around with it you know what would this look like and sit down and actually work it out you know obviously I don't have maybe xyz skills so could you hire someone you know it's not always about knowing the final result it's Mm. working out towards and playing with it we so many people say I'd love to write a book but I, I don't wouldn't know where to start the best thing to do is just start just do it for fun because you want to enjoy it because life is short we have one and just explore it and give it half an hour if you love to paint but say well I'm not very good at painting well you wouldn't be you've never practiced you know just do it for fun just without the loaded intention of feeling like it's got to have a tangible result and I think we often protect ourselves because of fear, fear of judgment, fear of failure. And that comes back to using kids, you know, it's the pass or fail. What about just showing up and just taking the opportunities and just see where it goes? Totally. I think as well, whenever I've seen it talked about vision boards and things like that, 
it's always been des- described as, yeah, do this and then you will get this. And I guess you're explaining it in a different way here because oh, sometimes I'm put off because like if it's just an idea, like you said, you're saying play with it, use it as something just to play with. Whereas commonly I've seen it as that's the way you definitely get it. And if you do it right, you will get it. Well, the fear of what if I don't, what if I fail, what if I do the vision board, I don't get it. That means I've done something wrong. And particularly divergent people like me, we can have a trait where it's a big fear, fear of failure. So we wouldn't even bother doing the board because we can't guarantee we're going to do whatever it's needed to get the thing. But you've changed it a bit for me because you've said sometimes you can use it just to play around where you're not even necessarily going to go and do that business. You're just playing with it. You might not necessarily make that entire book. You're just going to give it a try. And so you take the pressure off the system of making a vision board, which I think when you do look at it externally, whenever you do read up on it, they're all like, I made money because I did the vision board and I did this and I stuck with it. And now I'm a billionaire. And it's like, it gives you that if you do it right you'll get that if you're sitting here going do you know what i want to give it a go this sounds interesting i've never done one before like where should someone start who's got no experience of a vision board so first of all you need to get your board what you're going to use so as i say it can be a piece of card piece of foam board it can be you know i sell vision board kits there's loads online there's templates online first of all it's it's giving yourself that space so I tend to say give three hours so for example I've got a freebie on my Instagram bio that has five ways to action your dream life and it's just a series of questions like what does your dream life look like so again just do it for fun just to put exactly the most obscure things just let your brain dump you can use the life wheel if you don't actually want to do questions and and you don't like writing you can print off a life wheel again you can I can send one over to you and it's just about when you use a life wheel it has different segments in it and it might have like career it might have like health relationships all those kind of things and you just mark out where you are now so it might be you think well my health I'm a little bit low at the moment and I can't seem to shake my mojo so it might be a five and then you get another life will like where do you want to be in three months time so your goal for your vision board can be as little as three months it doesn't have to be a yearly or five year or ten year it you can literally do it just for a particular goal like if you want to get healthier or fitter and it could be just tweaking something and, and wanting to be instead of a five you might want to get to seven so it might be that you want to stop eating crisps so literally on your board what you will do you will find pictures that resonate with you that inspire you might be like a healthy smoothie rather than fizzy drinks and you might put that on and and it might be that you have a person that's looking happy and and content and you're sitting there with the sun on your face so you're then picking pictures, either printing them off the computer or finding, as you say, free magazines that you can find pictures that you are drawn to. Or if you are setting it as a goal, picking those pictures that are resonating with that goal. And before you stick, you cut the pictures out, you place them on the board to make sure that you like the look of them and it feels right. Because often we cut loads and loads of pictures out and we want them all. And The the saying goes, when you want everything, it means you want nothing because you're not willing to commit and get that clarity of what goal is the most important. What's the first thing that you need? So it's breaking it down. And your board is that opportunity to break it down. What's the most important thing now? Because our life is made up of many, many roles and many, many things. As you say, you know, you're a mum, you're a business owner, you're a podcaster, you're probably a daughter or well, you are a daughter you might be a sister or a brother you've got your friend so we have we are many areas and we have many labels and many roles within who we are so if your vision board is personally to you and then when you've got it right you could stick a picture of yourself on there as well because that makes it tangible it makes it feel like it's yours then I always say put some music on but definitely put a timer on so I tend to say Get 30 minutes to actually cut your pictures out. Place them on the board. When you're happy, take a screenshot of it so you know where the pictures were. And then stick them on your board and then sit with your board and see, how does that make me feel? And often people tend to think, this excites me or this makes me feel happy. And if that makes you feel happy, we want to tune into that more 
every day. And that's what happens is your vision board creates that that motivation. Not all the time. Obviously, motivation, you have to show up for yourself in between, because often what happens after your vision board, your self-doubt will creep in. And this is where we work on when I work with people. We work on that that fear, that judgment, that overwhelm, that overthinking. We weren't born overthinkers, so we need to retrain our brain not to be overthinkers. There's tools and tricks that we mm. can use, and that becomes our mindset. So coming back to manifestation, and I think this is where it gets confusing with people, it's actually a sum. So you have your thoughts, you have your feelings, you have to trust and you have to believe and you have to take inspired action. And it's the inspired action is not self-sabotage action, inspired action, listening to yourself, being kind to yourself. And it's always a lesson is, OK, what went well? What could I have done better? What have I learned from this? And letting go of that. And when we are feeling low, what can I do to make myself feel better? might be going for a walk it might be using your affirmations it might be journaling and and coming from that place of gratitude and thankfulness where you are today you know being thankful for just water coming out of the tap we really underestimate and take things like that for granted and most of the time we put so much value on money and what we haven't got rather than what we have got if we've got water and we've got clothes we are one of the richest people and so it's kind of turning it round. And when we've naturally, of course, all feelings are valid. And of course, we all have bad days and that's OK. But it's not to let that spiral thinking, OK, it's OK to feel like this. But what am I grateful for? And when we start writing it down, we start to see and shift that energy. And then naturally, we then can show up again to take that inspired action and keep going for our goals, dreams, be it that we want to feel and have more joy in our life, we have to schedule that in. So mm. it's your version of success. Mm. So it sounds like the vision boards can help show you areas that you identify that need a bit of help if you're stuck. Because like, yeah, you can create one easily and go, Do you know, what? I want to get this house in the next five years. And that's very, very specific. But then you've got other boards where you can really look at, I don't know what I want. I'm absolutely confused, stuck. I don't know. Let's see what I go for. Let's look at images that evoke something in me and let's just put them on a page and see where it ends up is that I assume that's the, the way you can do it like the holistic side of just see what comes out see what I'm confused about put that on the, there but reframe it so I'm not saying I can't do this I'm stuck but I want to do this I would like to be really good at this I'd like to improve my career here's some ideas of things I would like that like appeal to me at the moment it's like a mind map isn't it of this is what yeah. I want to do. This is this is the things that, I, that might be options. And then I like the idea that you can have an old one and then over years keep looking at it and going, how's that feel with me? Am I still like that? Have I have I checked off any of that? Have I completed any of that? And that must feel really good when you have. Once you've made that first vision board and you have it there, what kind of things are you supposed to do with it so that it actually starts benefiting you? Like, do you have to try and look at it every day? Do you have to ask yourself questions every time you look at it? What things are you supposed to do once it's there? Yes. So you look at it every day and it is coming back to that brain being the visualisation. Since the brain doesn't distinguish between the real and imagined, when you're visualising that it's already happening. So you can use the five senses. So you can sit with your vision board. And I do. And I'm, I'm, I'm planning on having the opportunity for people to send them by email is some like guided meditations so some people might journal some people might want to set goals so you can break it down because you have to schedule it to make it happen so you like got three months like if you have got that goal on your vision board you need to break it down how you can make it happen so if you don't like your job and you want a better one you need to schedule half an hour and looking and exploring what you like would like to do so it might be what are your strengths, what your weakness, so you'd like starting to problem solve. So what's happening with your vision board, you're visualising what you would like and then you're kind of problem solving by maybe writing or journaling or exploring. I tend to use the five senses. So when you visualise, what can you see? So it might be you want to buy a house. And so I see my front door. 
I see me walking in my front door. I can see the the front room. I can see the sun shining in. I can see people's joyous faces, whatever it be. And you kind of really get it in your mind's eye what it looks like. And then what's for is like what you can hear. So you might be able to hear the kids play outside. You might be hear someone lawn mowing. Um, and then it's three things. What can you feel? So you might be able to feel like um, when you walk out in the garden, the grass under your feet, you might be able to feel the clothes on your back. You might be able to feel the wind in your hair. And then you go down again and you do what can you um, touch. And then the last one is taste. So you, what can you taste? So it might be that you've just cooked a nutritious meal. So when you visualize, you're getting familiar with the unfamiliar. So when you do that, you start to see the possibilities. So you're not fearful of them because if I was to say you can buy your house um, in five years time, you'd think, oh, I can't buy a house. I don't know how to do that. I haven't got the money. So instead of seeing the lack, you're concentrating on where your attention is going. Energy is flowing. So you start to see possibilities and opportunities. What can you do? What would you need to do? Do I have to? Can I save a little bit of pot of money? Can I invest in something? you start to see possibilities to take that inspired action that's on your vision board to move forward to get that feeling or that goal you want to achieve. Once it's there, it's really actively using it as much as you can to benefit from it and keeping it in the front of your mind. They always say things like, oh, stick it up somewhere, you'll see it. But for me, after a few days, I'm not seeing it anymore. It's not there. So my final question around it really was, if you're someone with a neurodivergent brain, such as ADHD and autism, like me, after a while, we get object invisibility. We don't see those things anymore. We struggle with executive dysfunction so we can forget to do the tasks we really want to do. And if it's a task of look at it every day, notice it every day, we can fail that sometimes. And even creating it could be a bit of a mission if it's not something we're going to hyper-focus on. So do you need to do it in a different way if you have a neurodivergent condition like that? Do you need to adjust the way you do it in order to get benefit from it? What they do do is they create hope. So even if they don't look at them all the time, if they do go back to them, what it's doing, it's reminding them how they felt when they created that because it was so powerful because they got that feeling. So it reminds them to think, actually, those words that you read that you've put on are inspiring you. So theoretically, I think I can only go on the people that I have worked with is that it sparks it back up again. It reminds them. It is that reminder. You know, how did I feel when I created this? I felt like I had hope. I felt like I could change the world. I did feel like I could go after a chapter of my life. So if I'm still going back to old ways, what do I need to do? What can I do? And it might be that you just read a book or it might be that you you know, whatever you like to do, it might be that actually you've forgotten to go for walks every day and that made you feel better. So it reminds you to go back and start walking again. Yes, it, it can be quite useful. I think that's yeah. the thing when you've been saying some of it, I'm like, actually, I can see how it would really help a divergent person because we are visual, even though we can have object invisibility, we do still need that visual stimuli sometimes to remember things that's why we create doom piles everywhere around the house because we don't want to forget to answer those letters or do those things so we put them there in the hopes at some point we're going to see that so I guess we could use that as we're going to put it somewhere and sometimes we're going to see it and then it will spark what you said we will read the words we'll see the pictures and have those feelings I think they could be really useful I have tried little ones before in different ways and they have made me realize things that, yeah a lot of us have a, a poor self-awareness poor interception where we don't understand the feelings we have don't connect with them just thoughts so they can be a good tool to start noticing actually I'm drawn to all these pictures so I clearly I'm feeling something about this particular topic or whatever that's inside of me and, and I need to look at it so I can see that it'd be quite useful kind of I, I can see how it could really help map out what you want and how to get there because a lot of ADHDs in particular can make impulsive decisions and it can be destroying for so many reasons. We can impulsively spend, we can make choices to do that course, do that business, create that, and then it goes wrong. These sound like a way of, as soon as you get that impulsive decision or, or, or idea, putting it onto some paper and really drawing it out, it might start showing the gaps of, well, actually, we don't know this bit. We're not so good at that yeah. bit. So can we find a way of doing that? Or if we can't, then should we really do this? It might. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. it's necessarily perfect, but I think there's a chance there that it could help with the 
impulsivity section and the decision-making paralysis that a lot of us have, it might give us that as well as self-compassion, which a lot of us don't have. That's exactly that. I think what it can help to do, it can make you more aware. So it's connecting with you. If you're following those autopilot things or going back into bad habits and also coming from that place of kindness for yourself to celebrate that you are unique and you are special and you are neurodivergent because you are are special we are all special that's a great way of summing it up really um this has inspired me i want to do one finding the time to do one is going to be interesting but i will try and find the time because i think this might give me a bit of a perk up if you know what I mean and really start to show me where I need to go or where I'm at but if people want to find out more where do they find you my website is visionboardsforall.co.uk but that is also in my Instagram which will be visionboardsforall thank you so much for coming on that's all right lovely to talk to you and thank you so much take care bye if you've liked this episode please help us out by liking subscribing or leaving us a review as this helps us to reach more people. If you've got any ideas about topics to cover on future episodes or questions about the pod, or you even want to be interviewed for it, please get in touch on our socials using at mindvoxpod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, or email us on mindvoxpod at gmail.com.